Fifty, everybody, a show where we explore the random thoughts that pop up at the most inconvenient of times. This is your host, Andy. And I'm your host, Mita. And the random thought that prompted today's little episode. Lay it on. It's a twofer. It's a twofer. The holidays are fucking stressful. All right, you guys. It's like it's November. It's 2020. But also... Some people let the stress take them take them to their dark place. Absolutely. They take it one step too far. And I would is... say 10, 10 to 20 steps too far. Truly not just one step. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't just be like, man, I'm really angry. And then like one step forward is like murder. Right. I was thinking like the one step would be like punch the wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so that's the random thought. It's like the holidays are stressful. We've all been through it multiple times because, yeah. you know, life who's 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 who has thanksgiving ruined thanksgiving has ruined somebody's life absolutely but before we uh deep dive into some murder i don't like the diving that you physically do when you say that the deep dive into murder we're gonna like launch off of the thing you're not on yeah yeah yeah. diving board that's the word yeah yeah yeah. continue we're gonna spill a little tea in this here room spill a spot of tea (laughs) you don't like it (laughs) spill a spot so this question I feel like is going to expose you. <laughs> you said it and you couldn't even keep a straight face. Go ahead. Who have you ghosted and why? Ghosted? Yeah. Have I ever ghosted anybody? I've never ghosted like a romantic partner or anything. I think the closest I would have to ghosting would be friends, but I've never ghosted okay. them. I've straight up called people and been like, so this isn't working for me. That sounds like you 100%. We've known each other for 12 years and I'm kind of over it. You're not changing. I'm moving on. So let's just like, <laughs> you've been blocked, but like, I don't think I've ever just like faded into the mist. I've True. never, if I end You're something, make your opinion hurt. <laughs> if you got to sever ties, you got to sever the tie. True. You can't just wait for the tie to fade. And this one has a little extra fun. No, it doesn't. Extra You're lying. Have you ever been ghosted? Oh, yeah. I've been ghosted a ton of times. In like, uh, like, like romantic way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I mean, if there's people who faded out of my life, I I was fine with the fade. Don't don't ghost people. Ghosting is such a trashy. I've been stood up on Mm. a date once. Keep in mind, I'm not a dating person. That is so rude. It is so rude. I could not even imagine setting up a time to meet somebody and then not doing it and then just not doing it that's horrible it was um i didn't feel bad i I still don't feel bad about it because it was like a bumble hookup so it's like this person literally meant nothing to me but it was just like god i wasted so much gas truly driving to like western colorado or whatever the fuck it was yeah (laughs) it was just like what a waste but yeah people are men tend to be trash yeah Gross. gross just own up to it like just tell like I would rather you just be like I'm not interested. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's not going to hurt my feelings. But here's the You're thing. You're saving me the time and energy that it would take to like have a conversation with you. So thank you. That's the gag. It's like, okay, so if you're, okay, first of all, as somebody who was single and doing the whole dating app thing in 2020 and also in my early 30s and completely over all of this shit, <laughs> would truly rather die alone. But you have to like clearly communicate that to people. If you're not interested in somebody, like you start yeah. texting and you're like, this is this is flat, this is boring, they're not sparking any conversation, da da da. You have to tell people not necessarily that, but you can nip it in the bud and go, yeah. hey, you seem like a good person, but I just don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. So I'm not gonna waste my time. I certainly don't want to waste yeah. yours. You know, good luck out there. Yeah. You know, be safe, wear a mask. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. But do you know what people don't do? That. Any of that. <laughs> Any of that. You talk to somebody you have no interest in talking to yeah. for a really long time in a lot of cases. And why? It's like, are you bored? Yeah. Read a book, Mary Elizabeth. What are we doing? Mary Elizabeth. It keeps, it's, a, it's a name that keeps popping up in my psyche, and I don't know why. Interesting. It's fun. You're anyway. Meet somebody named Mary Elizabeth, and it's going to click. Am I going to join a nunnery? Maybe. <laughs> is, is that what they're called? Are you going to join a cult? I hope so. What a time. You guys, I'll document it. <laughs> you just hear me and, okay, so I'm in the closet. Uh, <laughs> okay what is your question so your question is not as fun yeah i'm not i'm not putting you on blast at all because i'm a good person where's the weirdest place you had sex in a park okay i mean i feel like that's not weird not anymore but i think it should be still i feel yeah. like it should be it should it should be okay it is accepted that a lot of people do get frisky outside the bedroom absolutely yeah absolutely but I think doing it in the park is still weird. I think more people yeah. have not done it in parks. And I'll, I'll <laughs> clarify. It was like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's not it's noon at an no. elementary school. Like, I want to make we... that very clear. <laughs> there was nobody around. <laughs> it was 100% under the cover of darkness. We were the only cars in the parking lot. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and if first. there was another car in the parking lot, you know what I'm not doing? Having sex in that park because I know somebody's lurking in the park. I, was, I thought you were going to say wanking it in the corner. That maybe too. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. People are gross. Okay. That's no, that's not weird. I think it is. But if that's the weirdest place for you, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty standard. Yeah. I think. In my, in a car. I guess. Yeah. I'm too fat to do it in a car. Yeah. My hips aren't as flexible as they used to be. Huh. But also like. Unclean. <laughs> in a car? Yeah. Oh, Who yeah. sterilized the seat? Oh, true. And the knobs and the buttons and everything's yeah. covered in Corona right now. So I don't trust anything else. Parking house. lot at Park Meadows. Yeah, oh, no, not not Park Meadows. <laughs> not outside the Forever Twenty One. It was that side of the mall too. Of course it was. No, no, no. It was the other side. It was the other side by Macy's because we we chose over there because like not that many people come in and out of there. I feel like um, it was also really late at night. Again, again. It was like, but there are night. lights in the parking lot of a mall. Very well lit. <laughs> you saw all the secrets that might be stranger than a park maybe or are they the same you know what outside the home good for you yeah live your life yeah i'm not judging i have no desire to do that again i'm an adult now like i just want a bed my hip is bad <laughs> i just want a bed <laughs> just want a, like a nice clean sterile bed situation yeah. a nice fan is like <laughs> circulating a little air at our advanced age one wrong movement of like the hip and like your back is out for yeah. a week yeah it's, um got some smooth jams i'm not even 30 yet yeah Uh, but yeah i'm close i'm I'm months uh, i'm months till i reach that goal yeah you're in the midst of your saturn my dirty 30 is during (laughs) during coronavirus oh yeah your 30th you're about to have a quarantine 30th i'm gonna have to plan something big for 31 i think well i mean we'll have 30 and then we'll party when we're free True. We'll all redo our birthdays. I'm just assuming 2021 is also canceled. Yeah. And that, that's just like me trying not to be optimistic about <laughs> anything. You know what I mean? You got to keep your standards low. Yeah. Like, I'm hopeful for stuff, but yeah. I'm prepared for the absolute worst situation. Yeah. Like, I'm fully prepared, I'm prepared to be. prepared for another year of this. I'm prepared for two plus because you hoes are out here not wearing masks. You know what? Let's not even talk about it because I could I could literally yeah. tell you hoes to wear a mask so, for 45 minutes. All right. Lay some murder on me. 
uh, is uh, what he uh, said uh, to himself because this is your segment of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to really dive into something that we shall call when a pastor lost his patience. That's a good title. It's dark, bro. Because it's like a pastor is supposed to be like accepting, communicative, yeah. open, um, understanding and not evil. Absolutely. Typically what I associate with good people. So I would like to preface this. I would like to preface this with this is like a classic tale of like, don't overstay your welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we all we've all heard that, right? Like, we all know that person. I, I think I think it's funny because I, I remember when I was younger, my I would hear like an older person like an adult say that and i'm like what does that even mean i'm so dumb we're just like hanging out and having a good time right like whatever as an adult i fully fucking understand it i think i'm the opposite of you really and i think this might be black people stuff but like when when you have a black mama who like is at her friend's house or hanging out with her sisters or something Mm -hmm. and they're talking for 47 hours and Mm -hmm. then they're telling you like oh grab your coat we're leaving and then 20 minutes and then four hours later they're like grab your coat we're leaving in 20 minutes and then two hours later they're like grab your coat you're and i'm just like we are overstaying our welcome like you've told me to grab my coat 40 i've been ready to go home for six hours i'm six years old i'm ready to go home like it's the opposite i know overstaying your welcome because black people be staying at the house That's funny. Yeah, maybe it is like a cultural thing, like a cultural difference. Um, so this is a story about youth pastor Christopher Gaddis. All right. His daughter Candace. We're gonna call her Candy because that was that was her name in the news article that I read. Candy. Candace Candy Coons. Boyfriend Andrew Buthorn. Candy and Andrew. Yes, Candy and Andrew are together, sitting in a tree. Yes. And Christopher Gaddis's wife, Jeanette. So Candace and Andrew, yeah. Christopher and Jeanette. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the way she spelled Jeanette either. Oh, no. It's J-E-A-N-E-T-T. It just is hard to look at. There's no E at the end? Nope. That's what I'm missing. It's like a Jeanette. Jeanette. It's a, and yeah. it's a double T. It's an aggressive T. Yeah. Jeanette. <laughs> sure. Sure. Gotta emphasize that last T. Um, and then our last name is Gaddis. Too many double T's. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so a lot of tension was was building within this family because Christopher Gaddis, the youth pastor, okay. um, told Jeanette that he did not want her children to stay at the house for like longer than just a few days. Makes sense. Yeah. Let's set some limits. Yeah. Kids will stay at the because house forever. The, and- <laughs> Mind you, that Christopher is Candy's uh, stepfather. Oh, okay. So, okay. so not the birth dad. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, automatically, right there, that tells you there's a disconnect between the family, right? Because you're not my dad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, like you know, my my mom's like asshole, like husband, telling me to leave the house. Yeah. Like, I'm, and my mom saying I can stay. So it's like obviously I'm, I'm going to listen to my mom because I don't know you. I don't know you're not my dad. True. Even though we're all like adults. Yeah. Yeah. In this scenario, these aren't kids. These are all adults, mm-hmm. right? Like they're in their twenties, th- thirties. Candy, Candy is 30 and Andrew is 36. Oh, these are like adult yeah. children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So these are like the only word is adult. I don't yeah, know why yeah, I keep yeah. saying adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the whole thing with them as well is that you mind you, they are um in physical therapy. Okay. So they do a lot of contract work. So oh, okay. Candy and Andrew were actually staying with um mom and stepdad because they were in between jobs and they were mm. going to be headed towards Arizona from Virginia. 
this is classical this is a classic millennial child situation yeah yeah, yeah. like definitely because we we struggle so much financially <laughs> definitely and this is in 2017 it's only just a few it's so they were ago. they're elder millennials yeah yeah okay so ten, like the tension in the house finally came to a head on thanksgiving day 2017 does it always it always does oh absolutely if you're gonna fight somebody in your family thanksgiving's the day absolutely it's stressful around the house like everybody's trying to get everything ready but they're also hangry they're hangry (laughs) you have guests that have clearly overstayed their welcome because you you told them that you could only stay for a few days and it's been weeks it's been weeks. now we're in like the third week of november yeah yeah Yeah. like (laughs) no you yeah so it all started uh two days before thanksgiving andrew buthorn had to restrain christopher gaddis the the stepdad okay um from drunken physical violence against his wife jeanette so the youth youth pastor was fitting to whoop that ass of his wife exactly and was stopped by the boyfriend the boyfriend okay the the daughter's boyfriend not a good start on a tuesday no so (laughs) you know he he tells him you know you go cool off like you need to calm down right um Jeanette comes back downstairs and the net their nephew is staying with them at this time. Okay. The nephew had just been staying for a couple days, just like passing through town. Holidays. Yeah. Stay with you guys Say for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm going to my friend's house on Black Friday. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. I live that way. So life. Jeanette came downstairs after this physical altercation. Right. And handed the nephew um Christopher's gun, handgun. And she okay. said, Please hide this because right. I'm afraid that he's going to use this. That makes sense. That's yeah. good. That's good forward thinking. Yeah. Your husband just tried to like whoop that ass. You're like, yeah. let me hide the gun because. And clearly we didn't hide it very well. Oh, no. Foreshadowing. Oh, Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. so to be continued next episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fast forward to Thanksgiving Day. So two, 48 hours later. Right. Uh, Candy and Andrew are just having our nice, like relaxing Kiki in the hot tub in the backyard. Delightful. Absolutely. Thanksgiving soak absolutely to start your day okay absolutely i get into it so (laughs) explosions like we're mad i don't know why christopher is so mad okay he comes out into the backyard and starts like yelling at candy and andrew and telling them they need to leave the house immediately they need to pack up their shit and get the fuck out of my house can i give you a Taurus's perspective yeah absolutely first of all (laughs) okay set the stage it's thursday it's thursday thanksgiving day Mm -hmm. i'm a Taurus. i've just made all this food I'm about to tear it up. I've been cooking all morning. I told you to leave three weeks ago. Truly. And you're soaking in my hot tub? You're starting your Thanksgiving in my hot tub? My hot tub. I've been cooking turkey since 3 (laughs) a.m., sis. I told you to leave weeks ago. So I understand a solid, I understand a hangry pop-off to the two lazy bitches sitting in my hot tub. Really? Take it in my hot water? I get it. Um, (laughs) So, mind you, they had surveillance cameras all over the house. This is actually, like, a pretty, like posh neighborhood in virginia i mean i heard hot tub so i'm thinking it's actually a very nice house i looked i saw the pictures on the article very cute very quaint just like kind of like stapleton think of stapleton Mm -mm. like that kind of neighborhood um close enough to where everybody's here in the business right right so (laughs) um the surveillance cameras on the back of the house caught like all of the physical altercation like you see him like just in a fit of rage just like yelling at them um jeanette however um decides to film this outburst on her phone because he's like he's he went from like zero to 100 in like 30 seconds he popped off yeah okay so she caught everything on her including the words that were being said right on her cell phone 
um, and even followed him into the house as he like stormed off. Okay. So she got a lot of that. She's documenting action. the absolutely the breakdown, I guess. So at this point, at this point in time, he goes back inside and he goes to his bedroom, mm-hmm. opens deliberately opens the window so that he can hear the conversation in the backyard. Also a Taurus continue. <laughs> um, he listened to them talking about him. Uh, this is what he said in, in the court um, documents. Oh, he God. listened to them talking about him and they were belittling him in his mind. Oh, okay. In his mind is the... That's what I don't like. <sighs> because... Auditory hallucinations? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Also a Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to... We get through Thanksgiving dinner. I'm guessing barely. Barely. It couldn't have I been... I imagine we're at separate tables. He probably yeah. fixed his plate and went to like the living room while yeah. everybody was at the kitchen table. I don't think they did like a family sit down, carve the turkey. Doesn't Let's seem that way. Go around the table, say what we're thankful mm-hmm. for. I don't think that's the vibe right now. No. I think it's like... If you go get some turkey, can you get me some too? Yeah. And then like, I'll just avoid your uncle or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could see that. Okay. So at around 940 PM, and this is exactly one and a half hours before shots were fired. So this is when the itis has settled in. Mm -hmm. We are, we are digesting. Yes. We got the trip to Finn. Yeah. We're watching sports probably. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we have Candy, Andrew, and Jeanette are sitting at the kitchen table playing like a board game, like Monopoly or oh, something. Oh, okay. Just like having fun. Yeah. Normal Ameri- holidays. American Thanksgiving, yeah. <sighs> oh, no. Gaddis begins to send, this is Christopher, the, the stepdad, began to send very bizarre text messages to his loved ones, which are Candy, Andrew, and Jeanette. So... I'm assuming this is an upstairs downstairs thing. He's upstairs. In He's the bedroom. upstairs in the bedroom. They're downstairs at the table having like a family bonding monopoly, mm-hmm. which is going to end in a fight, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> so they're getting ready to get pissed over Park Place. Mm-hmm. And he's sending these text messages to them while they're sitting at the table yes. all together. OK, they're all in the same house. He's upstairs texting them. That's not. Nor- OK, that's fine. 940, uh, 940 p.m. The first text message rolls in. Please, please stop threatening me. I am so scared. Please leave me alone. I am in fear of my life. I feel you want to kill me. Please let me live. So you're sitting at the table, <laughs> three phones, ding, like ding. buzz, buzz, ding, ding. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then you all pick up your phone. And uh-huh. the person who was upstairs. Yeah. Just told like, just wrote. Like a plea for like, please stop hurting me. Yeah. Saying that you're like a, like assaulting them. Essentially. Right. But you're like, you're, you're counting your green, your green yeah. money. Yeah, your pink yeah, money. Yeah. I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So nine forty one, one minute later, Ooh. another text message rolls through. I just want to live, please, please. So you haven't put the phone down yet? No. Okay. You're probably processing that first time. The first message. one, like, what the fuck? And then the second one comes in. 943. Okay. Stop telling me you want to kill me. Honestly, I think I'd be putting on my shoes. Absolutely. I'm uncomfortable just picturing I, this. 940 p.m. when I get, please, please stop threatening me. I'm like, well, I have to go. This seems like nonsense this and tomfoolery. Not yeah. Safe for yeah. Me. But definitely by the third one where it's like, please, mm-hmm. please don't kill me. I'm like, I think I'm going to leave the room. I don't know what he's doing up there. Yeah. I would be definitely uncomfortable. Not this go- is un- I'm not going to go check on him. You're an adult man and you apparently have the Lord on and your it, side. It sounds like you have demons right now. You might be up there talking to Jesus yourself, but you don't have to text me the conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever yeah, you're yeah, fighting, yeah. that's between you and whatever you're fighting. Yeah. 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 I would. I think I'd be uncomfortable. Um, 9.45. Stop scaring me. I'm so afraid. I would be extremely uncomfortable right now. 958, you're hurting me. Yeah. 
1010, please don't come into my room to hurt me. Oh, so boy. this is this is the text message that actually stood out to me. Please don't come into my room to hurt me. This seems to me and obviously this is like just typical fucking Gemini shit. I'm making shit up. <laughs> but to me, this seems like you're trying to coax me to come upstairs. You're tr- you're trying to um, it sounds like he's trying to, to pull on people's like uh, sympathy. Yes. Like, oh, what's happening? What is this? What's yes. is he having a mental breakdown? Is somebody up there? But to me, with how this turned out, as I think it was malicious, I yes. don't think it was necessarily maybe it was just towards his wife i'm i can assume that he would probably was drinking heavily because it sounds yeah. like he has a, he might have a little bit of a pastor chris might have been a little a little lit at this yeah. moment but also real quick the last text was at 10 10 what was the one before that Nine fifty eight. so 12 12 minutes. minutes you're hurting me and then dead 10, silence 10, please don't come into my room to hurt me I I would have fully been gone already. Yeah. I I just just knowing that somebody would text that from another part of the house, I would be very uncomfortable being mm-hmm. in the house with that person. Absolutely. And even though there is a part of me that's like, oh, something's wrong, I want to go check on them. Mm-hmm. After being attacked in the hot tub this morning, I'm yeah. thinking hard pass from me. Thank you so much for the turkey. We gotta head home. Yeah. Um, we've overstayed our welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> Ten twenty seven. Oh no. Please don't come after me. I'm not. I, you don't come after me. And these, all of these time frames are rough estimates right. because this was these last, um, the first few were accurate. The next one, it was like over the next like thirty minutes. These came okay. in, so okay. I spaced them out in my mind, like, like how realistically it would yeah. fit. Okay, that makes so, sense. So, um, especially like with the length, like how long it would probably take an older person to and type drunk. it out and drunk. Yeah. Um. So the the time frame definitely is not a hundred percent accurate. But, that's, but still, want to point that out? No, that's still that's interesting though. Um, ten thirty. You want to hurt me. I'm so scared. You and Candy want to kill me. Now I'm full blown itis as well. Like yeah. I'm I'm tired. I kill anybody. Right I, now. I mean, at this point, I'm guessing they didn't even have the energy to leave. So worn down with turkey. Absolutely. Because I would have been gone. <laughs> I would have been out fully out. And if I was too drunk to drive, I would have walked out of that home. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go to the 7-Eleven seven miles away. Anybody need some? pink cookies with a thick frosting truly mm. um so that last text message um at 27 10 so that last message about like let's say 10 30 okay you want to hurt me i'm so scared you and candy want to kill me this is when jeanette finally is like what mm. is happening so like 30 40 ish minutes of wonky text mm-hmm. from your possibly inebriated pastor husband mm-hmm now is the wife you're yeah. like honey what what's happening yeah girl so uh, um jeanette decides to text the nephew that was at the house just a couple days before okay and she says and she forwards him the uh last text message that he sent okay and she said he is going over the edge we have left him completely alone will you send you i will send you his last text i think he's just playing mind games this is a not healthy family. So at 10:57 the the nephew wrote back and he's like what the fuck? <laughs> These are the questions. And he's like please be careful. I don't know what he's doing, but I think you two definitely should stay somewhere else if you can. Right, get out the house. Yeah. And then he continues, this is a very strange message. I don't believe he's scared at all. I don't know why he would say that. Right. Don't message him back. No. Um, for Candy, Adam, and your sake, I really think you all need to stay somewhere else. So the nephew's coming through with the with the facts and the figures, not to victim yeah. blame, but 
in that timeline, I mean, by text message three, I mm-hmm. was uncomfortable enough personally to be like, I think yeah. I want to leave. And so to think that the nephew literally just got one of those messages mm-hmm. and immediately is like, you should probably get out the house. This seems really staged and weird. And this is the part where I think I I believe that the nephew has been estranged from the side of the family. And okay. it's because of this next text message. At 11.06, he texts, the more I learn about my family on that side, mm-hmm. the less I want anything to do with them. Mm. So this tells me that it's probably like they probably had like a like a reconnection. Like they probably had just met like recently. Like him and, and his aunt. Yeah. Okay. And like this is like all information where he one doesn't seem like surprised. He's just like truly the more I learn about that side of the family. Right. I don't want anything to do with them. So like I think you need girl, get out of the house. Distance yourself. Molly, you're in danger, girl. <laughs> Jeanette, girl, you're in danger. You're in danger, girl. Um so unfortunately, Jeanette stops um sending texts to the nephew. Mm-hmm. Um at eleven twenty seven. She received her final text message was which was an alert that the home security system had reported an alarm. Oh shit, okay. Um and at this point it's 11:15 at night. Gaddis comes downstairs and he had retrieved his Taurus 45 caliber semi-automatic pistol. Mhm. And he at first shot his wife and then his stepdaughter and then final finally uh he shot Andrew as he was trying to run from the house desperate mm. to escape. So the other thing that's really interesting is Jeanette was filming all of this. She had her phone out um, recording it because she thought that he was going to go into like a fit of rage like he did before. Like the fight. She was going to record the fight. So she had set up her camera on the table to like film. And then all of a sudden. He just like enters the frame. Yeah. John Wick style. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, It's also reported that in the killing he completely emptied his gun it's a total of 11 rounds damn on three people um and he had another fully loaded magazine which was clearly dropped on the floor of the kitchen and later they discovered a third fully loaded magazine in his pocket so he had a total of 33 rounds for three people he he was up there sending these erratic text messages Mm -hmm. loading his gun Mm -hmm. and premeditating whatever the fuck we we wanted to do that is really upset so it's reported that gaddis himself also called the police and um i think that's important to note um because to me in these kind of situations i feel like when people do unfortunately boil over to the point where they do something really manic like this yeah um i feel like it's normal and this is like completely my opinion oh yeah to like feel that like sense of like instant regret yeah yeah this wasn't something he'd been fantasizing about Mm -hmm. like uh it was like like a a heat of the moment thing almost like a spree killing yeah yeah it pretty much was a spree killing it sounds like i mean i guess if you were to say he had planned it i think he had planned it for probably about 24 hours before it actually happened i think so too i think it was premeditated to an extent um because he also so when the police showed up um okay he's sitting on the porch mind you andrew was already out the house when he shot him so, so he was on he was in he was in front of the house andrew was in the front yard bleeding out into the grass face down into the yard wow okay and he's sitting and and christopher is sitting on the porch mm-hmm. with his gun in hand mm-hmm. empty gun now okay good. um 
waiting for the police to show up. And they didn't shoot him immediately when they walked up to the house? Of course not. No, he's not black. He's silly. Um, his gun was clearly unloaded. In his hand. <laughs> um, But he told the police that he had no choice. They were all ganging up on him. Okay. And he had to he had to do what he had to do. Dang. And he later um, showed bruises on his chest that he claims were from his wife after the hot tub incident, saying that. So he was saying that, like, earlier that day, she had, like, beat him. Yeah. But we have on film that he she actually did nothing, which is kind of the gag. And I think I don't think he knew that she she was was filming filming everything everything on her phone, even the killing, because the killing literally shows them. At, I didn't see it, but I couldn't so from it. the way it was um, described yeah. in the court case, the phone was on the table and it was being filmed. And he came in from behind them and just shot. No altercation, no words, just anything. Boom, boom, he boom, just boom. started shooting. Damn. So all of his like background and like all this, the story he was trying to spin didn't play out with the evidence that they had. Well, and I imagine, like, I I mean, I don't know the layout of the house, but I imagine that this whole sitting on the front porch, like, they, I'm, I'm guessing on the camera, even if it didn't catch him actually leaving the house to go shoot Andrew in the front yard or whatever, mm-hmm. and then sit on the porch, it probably caught the sound of it. Because, like, these phones are really hella sensitive. Mm-hmm. So you probably hear the sirens approaching the house. You probably hear the police yeah. yelling at him, like, sir, put the gun down. Yeah. They're obviously going to be yelling across the entire neighborhood. Yep. Um, I bet all of that is recorded as well. Probably. I wonder, it'd be, I mean, I would never listen to or watch it, but I wouldn't, I would imagine that he's probably out there talking to himself too. Like, what's the plan? What do I say? What do probably. I do? I wouldn't be surprised if all of that was recorded too. That's really upsetting. That's really upsetting. Because also, what happened to Pastor Chris? Truly. The youth pastor. What did he, what? The man in charge of teaching children, children about the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The loving embrace of, of Jesus. And he. That is crazy. Full on family slaughter. Wow. Yeah. No, Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so haunting, but then it's like, okay, so obviously pastor chris was incredibly stressed out yes pastor chris was going through something yes i'm not a psychologist couldn't tell you what it was yes but it's pretty apparent that he was he was not happy and there was a lot of times where uh it became obvious that he was irritated yes i think the hot tub might have been a trigger there's a part of me that thinks that seeing people in your hot tub is it triggered him for murder. and they already aren't well like in your mind they aren't welcome in your home anymore shouldn't be here yeah it's Thanksgiving Day. It's hard hosting people on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. anyway. There's like a bunch of stressors. And then you're taking a soak in my hot tub. Well, I you know, like they're, that was the... they're probably out there like laughing and having a good time. Right. Like and then you're just irritated. So then that yeah. like makes you even more mad that like I'm in here working. You're out there relaxing. This is my house. I told you to leave. Yeah. Why are you still here? My wife is yelling at me <laughs> or yeah. whatever's happening. Yeah, it's a stressful time. Um. OK, so. We're going to talk about holiday murders. Yeah. We got to wrap it up in a nice little pretty bow of holiday stressors and how to handle them. Yeah. Honestly, because here's the thing that I think like you're going to be amazed by. Everybody's stressed out during the holidays. Absolutely. There's absolutely nothing about the holidays that's not stressful. Yeah. There is nothing. (laughs) And there are people that show the stress and there are people that are really good at hiding it. Really good at hiding it. And sometimes the people who hide it, like hide it inappropriately as well. Like you have to have an outlet for that stress as well. Definitely. So specifically 2020 Mm -hmm. let's talk about the holidays that are coming up yes we are recording this pre-thanksgiving but we are we have already dipped a toe into the holiday season christmas decorations are going up Mm -hmm. all right i'm getting ready to put my lights on my house yeah um 
people are already planning their Thanksgiving dinners, but we also have to plan around a pandemic. We have to yeah. plan around the fact that we can't travel anywhere. We can't see our nanas. We can't be around yeah. our grandparents. Like doing those things could potentially put a lot of people at risk. And so if you're the type of person who likes to be around friends and family and you're very social and you're extroverted, this year's already mm -hmm. been super stressful. Yeah. The holidays aren't going to make it better. Absolutely. It's like, and it's justified. Yeah. So firstly, what you have to do when you acknowledge that you're stressed out or sad or upset about something, you actually have to acknowledge it. You yeah. have to go, yeah, I'm sad. Like I am, yeah. go I'm going to mourn the fact that like, I can't go to, to the East coast to visit my family for Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas this year. I'm going to mourn the fact that like, I was supposed to go visit my grandma in September for her birthday. Mm -hmm. And I never got to like venture on down to the South to do that. So be sad, embrace it, mm -hmm. acknowledge it, but don't like, you don't want to like wallow in it. I guess yeah. if that makes sense. You want to, you want to go through it. You don't want to like just sit there and suffer. What did Miss Tina say? I was about to say, what did Miss Tina say? They call it's called going, going through, through it because you have to go through it. You you're have to get, get to the stuck. other side. Yeah. You're not going to die. Yeah. You're going to survive. Right. Oh, Miss Tina gets she it. She gets it. She gets it. So part of the reason the holidays are super stressful is because of also, at least for us up here in the Northern hemisphere, mm -hmm. the winter holidays happen in winter, which mm -hmm. means the days are literally shorter. The sun goes away at like 3 p.m. What's happening right yeah. now? <laughs> so a lot of us struggle with what's known as seasonal affective disorder, mm -hmm. a.k.a. sad. Which is why I like decorating the outside of my house, Ugh. because like when when the days are shorter, it like gives me something beautiful to look at at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it does make me happy, mm -hmm. like seeing homes with lights and dancing oh. flamingos or whatever. <laughs> I was driving down Bellevue and I saw trees already had Christmas lights on them and I audibly like screamed. I was like, <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> Here. <laughs> like you're just in your car lit yeah um so yeah seasonal affective disorder the holidays spending the money that we don't have this um unfortunately in america like going into the christmas hanukkah holidays it's always mm -hmm. about gift giving and spending consumerism money. consumerism get that out of your head it's yeah. 2020 you can't even see nobody save your money on gifts mm -hmm. save it for next year when according to psychology today one thing they actually do recommend and i thought this was <laughs> i thought this was really interesting because in psychology today today they wrote an article in december of 2019 okay so pre-pandemic yeah and the entire article is about how to get over the holiday blues, right? Yeah. Like the holiday blues exist. What can you do to, to help yourself? Yeah. And one of the recommendations they make is that you just do over the holidays. Yeah. So if you're depressed or going through it in December, celebrate Christmas in July. Yeah. There's no reason not to. And I think in 2020, that is more important than ever. Definitely. Like we were just it's talking a good about. message to have. Exactly. We were just talking about the fact that your dirty 30s essentially canceled. Yeah. No, it's not. We'll just celebrate it when the world opens up. You might be 32, yeah. but we'll celebrate your dirty 30. Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. so if the holidays, if you're going through it this year, you know, Thanksgiving, you can't be around family. Christmas and everything is a little bit of struggle because of COVID, because of everything that's happening. If the world opens up next year, August 2021, I guess we're celebrating Christmas on August 18th, 2021. Like, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. It can be a hot, warm, sunny Christmas as long as we sit down, I get my candy yams, we open green and yeah. red gifts, I want the tree, I want the lights, like, full-blownsies do Christmas. Yeah. Um... I think that that could help us and all. just leave it up until December. Truly at that I'm point. Not, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not taking it back down. I'm, I'm not, not doing, doing this it again. twice in one year. Right? <laughs> I'm not doing it again. But that's another thing as well is that if you're like me and you're the, you're going to end up celebrating the holidays alone um, because of COVID and obviously yeah. not wanting to catch it, spread it, or do anything yeah. with it, um, decorate. If it makes you happy, decorate yeah. your house. Right? Even Absolutely. if it's just me. Did I get antlers for my dog? Yes, I did. Is she yeah. going to be embarrassed? Yes, she is. I love it. 
I've never been happier because she's going to look like a big old reindeer. I've already started looking for trees. I've never had a Christmas tree. This is my first year. I'm going to have myself a Christmas tree. I'm it. doing the lights. I'm doing all the, the, the wreaths. I'm doing cinnamon scented everything. Yeah. I'm going like, I bought my dog a grandma patchwork, like quilt sweater. I love it. It's, she's going to be very mad at me, but it makes me really happy. Good. And and it'll, it's something that like, you know, lifts the mood getting through mm -hmm. the season. Definitely. So just some recommendations. Yeah. You're not alone. No. You're, you're, you might be alone, but you're not alone. Yes. <laughs> Which is what I have to tell myself regularly. But also like keeping these things in mind and knowing that like next year I'll celebrate Christmas with, with my friends. Yeah. Next year I'll celebrate Hanukkah with my grandma again. Next year I'll celebrate Thanksgiving with whatever your friends giving too. A lot of mm -hmm. people are missing out on friends giving. Just do plan it next year. Decorate for yourself. Take some vitamin D. Highly recommended. <laughs> it does lift and boost the mood. Um, and then allow yourself to feel the way you feel, accept the fact that you feel yeah. these sad feelings. And then once you identify why you feel that way, yeah. commit to a way to resolve it. There you go. So it's like, I know I'm going to be sad because Thanksgiving is canceled. Uh -huh. It's okay that I feel sad that Thanksgiving is canceled, but one way I can get past it is like cooking myself a seven course Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Which I'm fully doing because I like cooking. And I like Thanksgiving meals. <laughs> so oh. finally, just some mental health resources. Yes. As we're going to wrap this up, if we're going to talk about like holidays and doom and gloom and being scared and whatnot, first yeah. of all, don't feel that way. But if you need any resources, the first one I recommend is a substance abuse and mental health services, which is 1-800-662-HELP. And right. I wanted to list that one first because substance abuse is a really big issue that's happening mm -hmm. in 2020. Um, whether you're like me and you're just like hitting the cannabis. <laughs> There's other people who are like, I've got my wine. And then I know a lot of parents who are drinking because the kids are home all day. Yeah. And like, where else do you escape? I'm not saying that that's an abusive situation, but if you feel like you're getting out of control or if uh, the way my therapist said is as soon as it's not fun anymore. Yeah. First of all, try to stop doing it. But if you can't, check out the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services. It's there, there you for you. It's a resource. Yeah. And the other resource for mental illness is the National Association on Mental Illness, NAMI, which I'm going to say is NAMI. NAMI? That, that makes me happy. NAMI. NAMI. And the helpline is 1-800-950-6264. Except for that's like a Monday through Friday number, which I find sketch. Yeah. That's weird, right? You're putting a time frame on like, Mental health. mental health <laughs> yeah so you can't be sad and depressed on saturday or sunday sunday especially because that's the lord that's the day. lord's that's the sun the day of the sun uh -huh. can't be happy on the day can't be unhappy on the day of the sun but they do offer a crisis text line which is very 2020 okay. and for that you would text the letters in ami nami to 741-741 and that's 24 okay. 7 so you're not alone yes reach out talk to people yeah get on the phone but also, if you need, you know, substance abuse help, abuse help, mental issue help, text and call. Text and call. Don't be afraid to reach out. Never. These are licensed professionals that are able to help you. And also, these are trying times, so mm -hmm. you can't be afraid to reach out. Nobody's going to know what you're going through until you reach out. Exactly. And don't think that, like, you're a terrible person because you're not. Because no. so many people have gone through what you have gone through and some people have probably gone through it worse than you have right. or done worse things than you have. Right. They're not going to judge you. They're not, no. they're here to help. Yeah. People who love you will help. Yeah. 2020, it can get better, but as we get through these holidays, do what makes you happy, man. Yeah. Join me on the hedonistic side of life. Bake a cake and eat it.
There you go. I'm not saying it's healthy, but it makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Sipping Tea. Uh, As always, my name is Andy. My name is Mita. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on social media at Sipping Tea 303. You will get updates on when we post uh, our episodes and just the latest updates of the goings on. And then also (laughs) goings on, (laughs) make sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast streaming service. We are on all major uh, services. If we're not on one, let me know and I will get the show added just for you because you're important. (laughs) You're you are special and important. You are everybody. Honestly, truly, though. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. It means a lot. Well, you know, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays and goodbye. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. All of that. All of the above. Eat cake. Buy the shoes. Yes. Buy all the (laughs) shoes. You deserve it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. 2020. That's like the theme of this year. Honestly, it kind of has been. Yeah. Weirdly enough, it's like you're stuck in the house. Treat yourself. Bought more random shit this year than I have ever in my entire life. And you know what? It makes me happy. If it sparks joy, (laughs) you got to do it. You got to find your joy where you can get it. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.